1: This is an entertainment podcast, and the research we do may come from semi-unreliable sources.
0: Welcome to Research Rebuttal Podcast, the podcast where two stubborn friends prove each other wrong. Each week, one of us will be the researcher, and one of us will be the guesser. I'm Rachel Teichman, and this is Paige Dempster. Hello. And today, today is very special. We're (laughs) going to cover birthdays and balloons. I'll be your researcher today, and Paige will be the guesser. Let's get rebutted. Hey, Paige.
1: Hello. Happy 10th episode, and also happy birthday. Why, thank you. Even though it's not technically your birthday today, but it will be when this comes out.
0: That's true. We are very near to the date of my birth. Yes. And how old am I this year? 23!
1: 23. (laughs) Why did I have to tell you that? 23! Yeah! There's a yellow card song called 23. We're like adults now. Oh god, don't say it like that. (laughs)
0: Like, no longer do we have lots of mainstream popular songs about our birthday ages.
1: Yeah... Taylor Swift was 22. Adele was 18. Am I right? <laughs> not quite. Not quite. No, was it 19?
0: Her first album was 19 and her second album was 21. Oh. Named for the ages that she was when she released them, Which, which when you think about it, I mean, she was really young to be on that level. I think
1: Alice Cooper had a song called 18, but I would have to check with my dad.
0: Yeah, and then the next birthday song that we have to look forward to is 64 by
1: The Beatles. Ooh, okay. Got good 41 years, I think, of birthday songs. Someone needs to make like a 49, a 37, maybe like a 26.
0: I was just thinking 26.
1: Yeah, 26 seems like a good one. Your brain's fully developed.
0: True. So with all this birthday talk... I thought it might be fun to go into the history of birthdays and why we celebrate them.
1: That sounds fun.
0: Cool. The main question at hand is why do we celebrate our birthdays? Do you want to give just like a general answer to that before we jump in?
1: Okay. I made the mistake of not even thinking about these topics before we started today. So these are going to be straight off the top of my head. Great. So I think we celebrate birthdays because back in the old times when your birth rate was very low and surviving past 20 was very uncommon. It was a very good sign that you lived past like 21. So people celebrated making it past a certain age and then that celebration began to apply to all ages.
0: It's time to get rebutted. Really? Aww. It's time to take the cake and eat it's, it too.
1: Okay. Not even slicing it first.
0: We're not even going to slice it. We're just going to like head mash it in.
1: Oh. oh, I can't slap your face into cake this year. <laughs> what a have shame. you ever? Have you ever done that? Maybe it wasn't you. Maybe you remember Chelsea. Yes. <laughs> I, I slapped her face into cake one time. We were like Shelby. 10 though. Chelsea, Chelsea. if you're
0: listening to this, we miss you so much.
1: Chelsea, if you're listening to this, tell me if you remember that ice vault party where I slapped your face in the cake. But anyway. When and who created
0: birthday traditions?
1: Can I have a hint? Long time ago. Can I have get a hint on the who? Long time ago. Does this person have a last name or is it like, I don't know.
0: I don't think it was one specific person in this time period. Well, this doesn't help
1: me. I'm going to guess it is Roman times. And (laughs) I see you smiling. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. (laughs) (laughs) Go on. And Okay. Hmm. All right. I don't trust your smile. I'm going to go back to the Greek times. (laughs) Ancient Greeks. Go on. (laughs) I think... (laughs) You said long time ago. This it was, long it was a long time live. ago. Go on, go on. And I think the inventor's name was Bertha <laughs> So Bertha invented the birthday celebration.
0: Well, you're getting a little bit ahead of yourself. Let's talk about the Egyptians. Oh, okay. So this research is based on an article by HuffPost.com. Oh, Okay. Okay. The Egyptians would celebrate the transformation of people into pharaohs as gods. So they weren't celebrating the birth date of these people. They were celebrating the day of when people essentially turned into gods, when they became pharaohs.
1: Oh, okay. That's pretty cool.
0: That's what started it. And the pharaoh, like the pharaoh, you know what I mean? Who I mean?
1: King Tut? Well, are we talking were, about there, a specific pharaoh?
0: Yeah, I'm talking about the pharaoh.
1: The pharaoh.
0: Yes. The big pharaoh. The big dude. The pharaoh's birthday is considered the first mentioned birthday in history in the Bible. Now, this article didn't specify which Bible. Right. I would assume they're talking about the Torah, but I could be completely incorrect about that.
1: Hmm. Okay. I guess that makes sense.
0: And how did candles enter the birthday party? All
1: right. Well, I imagine the candles were probably, like, made out of beeswax or something. Um, Maybe they incorporated candles to ward off evil spirits. I know that's not right, but I can't think of anything else. This is where the Greeks come into play. Berthocles. yeah, Berthocles.
0: Uh, Berthocles and the Greeks made moon-shaped cakes to offer to Artemis and they added candles to symbolize the glow of the moon.
1: Oh, that's cute.
0: The idea of celebrating gods and goddesses is and their coronations, came from the Egyptians. So the idea is that the Greeks made moon cakes with candles, but they got the idea of celebrating gods and goddesses from the Egyptians, the Egyptians, but they made it more fun by making moon cakes and adding candles.
1: I can't believe the Egyptians didn't make moon cakes. What's wrong with them?
0: Maybe they hadn't invented the moon yet.
1: Okay, there are several things wrong with that statement, but... This is not my episode to speak as one you are the researcher and two it is your birthday. Happy so I I am not allowed to disagree. <laughs> the moon's birthday is September 3rd. Is there any reason to that or did you just pick that day? I just completely made that up and I think probably
0: the people of Judaism would like to have a word with me.
1: Okay, cause that's my parents' uh wedding anniversary oh. <laughs> no, I don't no, no. Know where you got that date from? It was completely random. Gotcha. Cool. That's not creepy at all. Continue, please. The Romans, okay,
0: were the first to celebrate human birthdays.
1: Bertheus
0: were women's birthdays celebrated too?
1: No. You're right. Know, yeah, Romans did not respect women at all. I know that much.
0: Right. Only men's birthdays were celebrated until the 12th century. The men, shall we say, were speaking in the binary because that's what the research said. That men were celebrated and women were not. At least in terms of their birthdays. Can you guess what these masculine birthday cakes were made out of?
1: Is it like normal cake ingredients or is it like something ridiculous? It's, I mean, they are not
0: crazy cake ingredients.
1: Okay. And they're edible? Yes. Okay. Definitely honey. Yes. It's gotta be honey in there. Yes, there is honey in it. Some sort of flour, I would imagine.
0: Yes, wheat flour. Okay. Eggs, maybe? It didn't say. Okay, milk? It didn't say. Butter? It did not say, although I would tend to think not.
1: Okay. Uh, what the what the heck else? Do, maybe like f- some fruit? No. Really? Um, I'm running out of ideas. So they, don't tell me they put meat in them. No. The last two ingredients
0: mentioned in this article were grated cheese and wait for it. No, ignore the grated cheese for a second. Okay. I'd like to talk about this next ingredient just for like a second okay olive oil oh my
1: god (laughs) (laughs) i mean how very roman of them but at the same time what the hell
0: olive oil has been used in
1: baking for millennia i don't care for your opinion i'm not baking with olive oil we were (laughs) having this argument yesterday
0: I'm just saying that you could make a cake with olive oil and it's perfectly normal.
1: I don't want to use my precious olive oil in baked goods. Are you ready for a game? Oh, a birthday game. A birthday game. Okay. I'm going to
0: set a timer for 60 seconds. Uh oh. And I want you to name as many types of cake as you
1: can. Oh, no. So, ready, set, yeah. go. Uh, angel food cake, uh, double food cake, chocolate cake, uh, yellow cake, uh, vanilla cake. Uh, I think I already said chocolate cake, um, bunt cake, um, Napoleon cake, uh, sheet cake, uh, cheesecake. Um, I don't know how many that was. Um, layer cake, uh, wedding cake, uh, white cake, um, um, dolce de leche. Um, uh, what else was leche? Uh, pastel de leche. That's uh, true. The, the Pastel's just cake in Spanish. Um, uh, uh, pizza cake. Um, uh, Ten seconds. Trapumpo. Um, cake and pie. Um, uh, coffee cake. Um, Three. Two. Uh, Snack cakes, host mini hostess cupcakes. (laughs) How many was that? Were you counting?
0: No, but I said name as many as you can within 60 seconds. Do I
1: win a prize?
0: The prize is we'll celebrate your birthday in December. Oh, lovely. But today is all about Rachel's birthday.
1: Okay. Rachel's
0: birthday bash. It's like Blue's birthday bash, but Rachel's.
1: Oh, are we going to look for clues?
0: Well... I gave you some clues on some of the questions.
1: That's true, but I don't feel like you gave me three clues. I think I only got two. I can't put it in my handy dandy notebook yet. You know what I'm saying?
0: I know just. I know what you're saying. We haven't blue
1: skidooed yet, you know.
0: Yeah, actually, one of the hints I was trying to give you about the leche was trace leche.
1: Oh, okay, gotcha. It's
0: time to blue skidoo into the next section. Okay. What jumped birthday celebrations into modern day practice? Hmm. This is kind of a two-parter.
1: What jumped modern birthdays into the modern practice? Well, sir, I think that it probably was like a mid-1800s thing because that's when like the quote-unquote modern era started and wealthy people just wanted something to celebrate so they just decided to have birthdays. You're not
0: really far off, but let's talk about this. Please do. Originally, the Christians hated the idea of birthday parties because they felt that it they were tied to the original sin and the pagans did it, therefore they weren't a fan of it. However, around the 4th century, the Christians changed their minds and began to celebrate the birthday of Jesus as the holiday of Christmas.
1: Oh, cool.
0: So that was kind of the first thing that uh, brought birthdays into modern existence. But that was a long time ago. But now let's talk about what you just said about the 1800s. So what country do contemporary birthday cakes and birthday parties come from?
1: my guess is either england or france or germany it's germany ah
0: and in the 18th century kinderfest ah. <laughs> celebrated children's birthday parties with a cake and candles for each year of life plus the hope for living at least one more year
1: see this goes back to my thank god they lived another year let's celebrate theory yes exactly now quick question this This, what is it called, Kinderfest? Mm -hmm. Does this have anything to do with kinder eggs?
0: Well, kinder roughly translates to children, child. Oh, okay. So that's just a generally used word.
1: Okay, gotcha. Thanks,
0: Nancy, for being a German teacher.
1: Nancy, I love you. And
0: what made birthday cakes popular? You were onto something with
1: something you said a couple of minutes ago. Was it like the rich people thing? Sort of. Remember like a few episodes ago we were talking about diamonds and how they weren't really a big thing until marketing happened? Yeah. I think the same thing goes for birthdays. You're not
0: really far off. So the Industrial Revolution Ah, uh, it's brought up... the
1: Industrial Revolution.
0: It is always the Industrial <laughs> Revolution. Sorry, Daddy Marks. Yikes. The mass production of cakes made cakes more affordable and therefore more widely available for more people instead of just the very wealthy. It used to be that just the very wealthy could afford birthday cakes because ingredients such as sugar were considered a luxury and they were very expensive.
1: Ah, okay.
0: But the Industrial Revolution brought upon, you know, mass produced everything. And so it made them more accessible. Got it. Cool. And now it's time for a word from our sponsors. Uh Uh-oh. This episode is brought to you by the makers of Blue's Clues. Steve, I love you. Have you ever needed a handy-dandy notebook? Are you tired of writing your clues on your arm? Then you need the handy-dandy notebook. Just like the original Steve model, it's Spiral... It has lots of pages on it, and it comes with your very own jumbo size green crayon. You can use the handy-dandy notebook to draw clues for blue, and then you can blue-skidoo right out of there. The handy-dandy notebook, in stores 2001. Hey Paige, I left my handy-dandy notebook in the year 2001. Do you think you could get me a
1: new one? Uh, I can, when they invent time travel.
0: Oh, Well, I just heard this Greek commercial about the Handy Dandy Notebook, and I was wondering if maybe you could get one for my birthday.
1: Oh, I don't know if I can invent time travel for your birthday, honey. I'll do my best. Oh, man. Well. You may have to settle for the Mandy Bandy Notebook.
0: Hi, Bailey Mays here for the Mandy Dandy Notebook.
1: (laughs) God rest his soul.
0: (laughs) Do you remember those commercials? I forget what it was for, but it was like a big foil frisbee the hover
1: it was like hover something
0: was was that the hover something or was the hover something the one where it was like rc and it would like literally go up and down
1: <sighs> i mean i think i know what you're talking about
0: there were commercials for it you would throw it like a frisbee but it was really big made out of foil and lightweight
1: yeah i know exactly what you're talking about i just don't know what it was called i want to say the hovercraft but that doesn't seem right
0: I don't think so. Well, I had one of those as a kid. Did you? I did, actually. And and they were pretty fun. My very specific memories of them were back in the day. I don't know if you remember this, but you could go and play Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh on Saturday afternoons at Toys R Us.
1: Oh, I never went to those.
0: Yeah, so my brother did. And so to keep me entertained while... Jeffrey was doing his Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! thing, because I wasn't old enough to do that yet, we bought one of those foil disc balloon thingies. (laughs) And we went into the parking lot of the Wayne Toys R Us and played catch with it. Oh, that's nice. Right. And a distant cousin of these foil discs are the balloon. Oh, nice segue. It's my birthday today. Mm Mm-hmm. This is airing August 24th on a Monday. Yep. And I love balloons. Do you love balloons?
1: You know, I'm on the fence about them, I guess.
0: What's wrong with balloons?
1: I mean, they're cool. And then they're cool for like an hour. And then they get in the way and deflate, you know? Mm -hmm. The saving grace is like when you get a helium one and you suck all the helium out of it. I think that's fun. I've never done that before. It's um okay, so we have a new thing to try the next time we're in person. For some reason it kind of freaks me out. It's really not that bad. If you can you can do other things and you can definitely like huff helium, you know. <laughs> gotcha.
0: <laughs> you know, there's actually like a an old school video a home video of me very shortly after my fourth birthday beating up a Rugrats balloon beating up I was like smacking it around the room
1: what character was it of
0: I think it had uh Tommy Chucky and Angelica but I would have to double check
1: oh well if it had Angelica on it like of course it's justified yeah
0: (laughs) yeah well what's the history of the party balloon
1: I think I'm almost certain that the animal balloon was originally made out of like some animal part. Okay. And I think I said animal balloon, uh, so I apologize. <laughs> I think it was probably made out of like a gallbladder or something. And hmm, what would be the first country to do this? I'm going to guess Turkey. You are
0: not super far off. Okay. (laughs) About the ancient history of balloons. Uh Uh-huh. The first people to make balloons were the Aztecs. Mexico.
1: And they used the bowels of cats. Uh Aha! It was. It was animal parts.
0: And they presented these cat bowels to the gods as a sacrifice. Okay. The process was basically the cat bowels were cleaned and turned inside out, and then they were sewn with a vegetable thread, and this thread stuck to itself when left to dry in the sun, and this produced an almost airtight seal. The bowels were then twisted, and air was blown into them after each twist, and so occasionally there would be a very contagious disease that would exterminate all the cats, or at least most of the cats, Mm -hmm. and so they would use the bowels of the corpses if they were in short supply human sacrifices were offered to the gods for the sole purpose of obtaining fresh Ah,
1: nice so that is
0: the ancient history of balloons okay how did the butchers make balloons
1: well first of all cut the cat open sorry second of all um disembowel a cat sorry third of all
0: well, this is post-Aztec cat
1: gods. This is post bowel. Yes. post bowel. okay. post bowel.
0: We're talking about the butcher
1: life. The butcher life of the Aztecs?
0: I think after the Aztecs.
1: So, okay, so the practice of using animal parts to make balloons was practiced after the Aztecs? The Aztecs
0: started it. Okay. And then it continued so how did butchers make balloons
1: still with animal parts i assume because they're butchers right okay yeah. cut the animal open take out i guess that they can still use the bowels i'm going to say the bowels and i'm still have i'm still dead set about the gallbladder, and <laughs> what other inflatable parts are there Maybe the lungs? (laughs) I don't think intestines are big enough to use as balloons. Or they're too big to use as balloons, I mean. Might be able to get away with the large intestine. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And they clean those up, and they tie them off, and then they sell them. Well, you're sort of right. Sick of all these sort of rights, man.
0: The butchers would use bladders, intestines, and sometimes the stomach. Okay. These were strong enough that although they were very thin, they could be manipulated into amusing shapes to, to quote, entertain with. Amusing shapes, huh? <laughs> to entertain with. Uh-huh. Around this same time,
1: mm-hmm.
0: they were filling up bladders of animals with water. Why? Why?
1: they used them as like primitive canteens right in this
0: case they were children's toys they were basically water balloons of sorts
1: <laughs> so they would like
0: throw them at each other I don't know how they played with them, but I imagine that they did sometimes throw them at each other. Oh,
1: my God. Just gosh. thinking as
0: a child.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> that's that's screwed up. Okay.
0: Or maybe they use them as, like, a stress toy. I don't know.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> I, we got Liz some stress balls for her birthday. And, like, you know, the ones with the sand inside of them. But I should have just, like, gotten a gallbladder and filled it with water. <laughs>
0: A gallbladder or a bladder?
1: Oh, a bladder bladder. I'm sorry. I don't know if you could use a gallbladder. Maybe you could. Well, we'll just say bladder. I should have gotten a bladder and filled it with water and, like, put it in a bag and given it to her.
0: Who invented, on a mass scale, toy balloons?
1: Seems like another German thing. Either German or American. Bernard Loon. (laughs) Um, Thomas Hancock Mm.
0: invented toy balloons made of rubber and they were sort of a do-it-yourself kind of deal where you get a kit made of a bottle of rubber solution and a condensing syringe. Oh. Yeah. There were a few different versions of the toy balloon over the years, but this was like a mass scale type of one. Gotcha. What are vulcanized toy balloons?
1: Oh no, I've heard that word before. Vulcanized has to do with like rubber.
0: So, vulcanized toy balloons are unaffected by changes in temperature.
1: Ah, okay.
0: This was a big deal because other types of balloons before this were affected by the temperature.
1: The bladder balloons were affected by temperature?
0: I don't I don't know if it was the bladder balloons as much as like other types of rubber balloons.
1: Oh, okay.
0: When were vulcanized toy balloons invented, and by whom? 1905,
1: Thomas Hancock Jr.
0: 1847, (laughs) J.G. Ingram of London. How am I supposed to know (laughs) You weren't. Fair enough. He is from London, and uh, these were considered basically the prototype of modern-day toy balloons. Oh, okay. What's the problem with hydrogen-filled balloons?
1: Pretty sure hydrogen hydrogen gas is dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> um, does it perhaps react with rubber? And does it like perhaps float away too fast?
0: The major problem with hydrogen-filled balloons is they combust. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and as you might imagine, that could cause a lot of damage. Yeah. And New York City banned hydrogen-filled balloons after an official got badly burned by one.
1: Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) Here's a fun fact. Okay. 1929 magazine reported that a Mickey Mouse balloon released from somewhere in the United States startled a group of people when it landed in Africa.
1: That's amazing.
0: Right? (laughs) they didn't specify where in the United States it was released and they didn't specify where in Africa it landed.
1: (laughs) But like it had to cross the pond to get there, you know, it did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm very
0: impressed to be honest.
1: Yeah. What a balloon, man.
0: Like imagine it's the early 1900s and you are living somewhere in Africa and all of a sudden Mickey mouse floats down. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like that's gotta be kind of weird.
1: Yeah, I. That would be weird. It would be weird even in modern times if you were just hanging out and then suddenly a Mickey Mouse balloon descended from the sky. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially the original design of Mickey Mouse. Like, oh that yeah, must have been pretty
1: scary. The original Mickey Mouse design was way more terrifying than today's Mickey Mouse design. Exactly.
0: Which leads into, why were helium balloons revolutionary?
1: Well, one, they're not combustible. Two, I'm sure someone somewhere knew that inhaling helium made you have the funny voice. So, like, that was an added benefit. Mm -hmm. And three, I bet helium was a lot cheaper.
0: So, you're right. They were safer. They weren't really combusting. They actually, and I hate this, but they kind of, became very popular because they could be used easily for advertising.
1: Oh, gross.
0: Helen Warney developed helium balloons that could be printed on. This was a really big deal. Yeah. And she one time released 50,000 balloons, each of which (laughs) had advertisements printed on them.
1: 50,000 Luff balloons.
0: (laughs) And each of these balloons had a, a little tag attached to it with a prize that you could redeem. Oh, that's so cool! It is really cool.
1: 50,000 advertising balloons. balloons. Where's the song about that? Oh my god. I know. Now, there's
0: one more fun fact and then I believe you have something. I do. Great. So, fun fact. The International Balloon Association what? What? Otherwise known as the IBA. Okay. Was formed in 1989 by U.S. balloon distributors to combat negative legislative proposals to ban the sale of balloons in California
1: and other states.
0: Okay. <laughs> and all of this balloon research comes from balloonhq.com.
1: Balloonhq.com. Wow. So. Happy birthday to me. I think you have a game. I do. It combines two of your favorite things, which is improv and haikus. (laughs) Wow. So you and I are going to make a 23-line long poem. Oh my (laughs) gosh. Honestly, probably just as long as we can get. Using a haiku five seven five format.
0: So does it just go five seven five over and over again? Five seven five
1: seven five seven five. Oh my god. <laughs> all right, let's do this. This is all I could think of. I need to get like a marker. All right, I've gotta have a tally going. Okay. All right. So I will start.
0: Okay. What's the topic? Birthdays, of course. Birthdays, okay.
1: Uh happy birthday. Your turn
0: it is my birthday today
1: okay you are 23
0: i won't eat cake it's covid (laughs) okay
1: not even mooncake not even mooncake covid okay sitting alone sad
0: August 24th, it is.
1: No cake, no nothing. Depressing, I am, oh no. At least you had fish.
0: We should zoom sleep over
1: now. Can't now, my turn next.
0: I wonder if I get gifts.
1: I have a great gift.
0: It is now 24th year. Don't
1: you mean one less?
0: It's my 23rd birthday.
1: And cheers to you.
0: It's my
1: 24th year, though. Well, I guess you're right. Chocolate cake is the best. Last line next. Be
0: good. Venmo Rachel dash Teichman, <laughs> Yay <laughs> Should we do a
1: reading of the whole thing cuz I'm not going to keep that whole development in there <laughs> I don't I don't have any I just marked them I didn't write them down Oh I thought you did No <laughs> <laughs> Okay I'll probably I'll keep some of it in there Okay you have to keep that last line <laughs> Maybe I'll keep the whole thing. Well, just like, you know, cut down the pauses. Yeah. That was good. That was, that was fun. <laughs> okay.
0: Um, well, you enjoyed your birthday haiku. I really enjoyed my birthday haiku. I have enjoyed my 23rd birthday, even though we are recording this a week before my twenty <laughs>
1: birthday. <laughs> we will find something to do for you. Don't worry. COVID or not.
0: Well, thanks for listening to this special birthday edition of Research Rebuttal Podcast. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Research Rebuttal Podcast and on Twitter at Research Rebut with two Ts. You can email us topic suggestions at researchrebuttalpodcast at gmail.com. Please like and subscribe. It helps our algorithm tell your friends. And wish Rachel happy birthday. Don't forget that Venmo, again, is Rachel-Tyshwin. <laughs> dash <Teichrin. laughs> Let us know in the comments if you've ever tipped somebody based on the Venmo they, pr- they provided.
1: See you next time. Bye. Bye. Selling a little or a lot?